Welcome to A Turn of Events, a podcast where we help put a positive spin on the future of your wedding and event planning business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions, a strategic event production company based in New York City, specializing in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. I'm also the creator of Event Planning Academy, where I help wedding and event planners launch, build, and grow a successful wedding and event business. everyone. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to A Turn of Events, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions. We are a strategic event production company. Uh, we specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings, kind of do everything. Uh, if you are a wedding or an event planner and you are looking to start your own business, I hope you join me this last week. We did a lot of, I did a masterclass and I offered some great, great tips. It's a free masterclass. It's still running. You have until midnight to take a look at it. It's how to get clients, how to close those clients and how to price your services. Really, really great information. Too much, I put so much content in there, it was crazy. So get on over to naveproductions.com forward slash masterclass. You can still get it. It does close at midnight tonight, but I would love for you guys to get in it. You can also join me over at my Facebook group, which is Event Planner Society. Let me see you over there. Tell me if you liked it. I'd love to hear what you think about the masterclass and would love to see you guys over there. Okay, I'm excited to be talking to my next guest. I've actually worked with this gentleman. He's awesome. Uh, we're going to talk about using strategic partnerships to build your business and serve your community. Bobby D. Ellert. I hope I said his last name right. I'm horrible because I only know him as Bobby D. So we're going to find out though. Okay. So Bobby is a man who wears many hats, not only world champion auctioneer, who's made a name for himself in the industry, but also the co-founder of Inspire Hearts Fundraising, co-host of A Heart of the Gala podcast and a national known MC and professional speaker. With over two decades of experience raising hundreds of millions, he has a master of creating electricity in the ballroom, and I've seen him in action. He's amazing. So welcome, Bobby D. Look at from his car. Hey, he's a man on the move here. I'm, I'm on an en route to a gala right yes. now, and I think it's very apropos that we're uh, speaking about strategic partnerships because of the partnership that I have with a, a really good friend of mine who was also an auctioneer, he's stuck in Texas. He can't oh. fly out. He's like, Bobby, I'm supposed to be in Philadelphia. Can you step in for me? Can you help serve the client? And I'm like, I got you, buddy. No yeah, problem. Yeah, we, we got to help out our colleagues, right? So you're That's in the right. car. I'm over here fighting the flu. So excuse this craziness that I sound like. But, you know, the show must go on, as they say, right? Okay. That's right. All right. Awesome. Right. Well, I'm excited. So why don't you just tell us a little bit more of mine? That was such a brief, you know, intro, but tell us a little bit more about you, how you got to this place of where you are right now. All right. Well, I, you know, as in the intro, I'm an auctioneer, I'm a fundraiser, I'm an event consultant, uh, but also wear many other hats. I sit on the uh, board of directors for the International Live Events Association in New York City. Uh, so there's a lot of partnerships that are there. I've been able to meet a lot of great people that are there. Um, I'm also a dad. 
uh, the four little boys and they're super energetic and super awesome. We've got one who will probably be the auctioneer. The other three are probably going to work in cybersecurity. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <introverted>. All right. <laughs> so, uh, great now. But yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in mid mid fundraising season right now. It uh, goes for another few weeks, and then uh, we're uh, off for uh, a few weeks after that into the into the winter, and then springtime. As you know, event time you know picks back up. So we're kind of one from one event to another event, and then get a little bit of downtime. But then it's right, you know, once we hit that 24 uh, middle of January, it's like you know, off and running. Yes, I know. It's a busy time for us. And actually you and I are going to be working together again uh, in November. So excited about that. Okay. So let's get started. Let's jump right in. So how can strategic partnerships help a new business, a new event business establish a strong foothold in the market? All right. This is a perfect question for me. And I'm the perfect (laughs) example for this happening, this very thing. So yes. six years ago, uh, I moved to uh, New York. I'm living on Long Island now. And I came from Phoenix, Arizona. I was in Phoenix for 27 years. I started you know, auctioneering there. I started fundraising there. I started my, uh, my gala business that was there and you know, built my name in the market. Uh, you know, my, myself and my team, we've got a great reputation for being very professional, but also very energetic. And uh, you know, all the big name galas that were out there, you know, it was able to help serve them. But then moving across the nation to, you know, the, the biggest and best city in the world, I'm yeah. like, OK, I'm going to do events here. But nobody knows who I am. And right. I'm just this I get this all the time when I'm at galas. They're like, you're not from around here, are you? I'm like, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> but, uh, but I love being a New Yorker and I love being uh, out here. And and I had to figure out a way and how to to network, how to meet people, how to then uh, grow my gala business, my fundraising business. And the best way that that happened is through those strategic partnerships. Right. And, and it really came from, you know, putting myself in uh, different networking opportunities. Uh, like I said, ILEA is, is one. I can really, really push that. Uh, that's really helped give me a leg up in it. But then also working with some other professional uh, associations that have uh, ties to our industry, you know, in the fundraising right. and nonprofit world, the Association of Fundraising Professionals is a perfect example for that. So I, you know, attended, uh, you know, networking events there, built relationships, and and now here we are, six years later, and I think there's like five or six major uh, players in the auctioneer world in uh, New York City that are serving nonprofit galas, and I'm one of them. So yeah, there, that's there we go. That's well, that's fantastic. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm, you know, myself moved to New York, but it's been almost 24 years. Okay. And when I started, you know, I've been doing events for over 30 years. But when I came to New York and I did the same thing, I started my business 14 years ago. And, you know, I, I had some connections, but networking just started that. Right. So face, yep. you know, social media just came on the market. Networking just started. They didn't really have all of that when I was younger. Probably still but, still had a, a MySpace, right? Yes, I think I did. Like for a minute. I don't even remember. I, I'm sure I know I did, but I think I was on it yep. for a minute and that went away really fast. But and I was starting to market on social media and people were like, you can't market on social media. And I was like, well, I am. So here you go. And now it's like, you know, it's crazy how people market. I'm all over it now. But <clears throat> yep. Excuse me, I'm fighting this thing. Um, so what I wanted to say was when I started too, you had to, you know, that's the way to get out. And I tell my, you know, my my students that are looking to start their own event business, 
you have to market, you have to get out there, you have to get people, you have to meet people, you have to network, you have to build relationships. I, it's so, yep. so important. Now I'm, you know, 14 years, I've kind of got this machine running it on its own at this point. But, you yep. know, you still have to build relationships, you still have to, mm-hmm. you know, collaborate. I started so wh- I like that you're getting involved in different associations because that's how you meet people. That's how you get in. That's how, yes. gets, how you get your name out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I started the Event Planners Association for the New York chapter in New York. Um, when I first started my business, I thought this is a great way for people to know who I am. It's yep. a great way for me to know who all the vendors are, bring them in and we do events and the venues, right? So the venues allow us to do events because we bring all the planners in, didn't cost us anything. And so I ran that for three years until my business really picked wow. up and I couldn't do it anymore. So it was so much fun. We had a thousand members in like the first couple of years. We just threw the best parties. I mean, how fun is that? We have the best industry, yeah. right? So we yeah. just did that. And it was really, really great. I had a great board, three girls, there are three of us that would run it. It was really, really fun. So that's what I did. I just hit the ground and that's great that you're doing that. So, um, so what are some key factors to consider when selecting potential partners for your event business? Well, it's looking at what type of event business you're in, like what, you know, are you in weddings? Are you in corporate events? Are you in nonprofit events and finding, a kind of companion uh, vendors or companion partnerships that serve the same uh, style of industry. Um, Like you and me, we're able to partner together and help a great nonprofit here in just a couple of weeks. And, and you are on the event planning track. Like you kind of put now all the ducks in the row. And then I'm on the fundraising track where we're able to, you know, work side by side within this. You've got your lane, I've got my lane. And then our, our lanes are running parallel within that. And uh, there's a few other vendors that are in the nonprofit world. I mean, venue, one uh, av productions also another one uh, mm-hmm. flower uh, you know flowers uh, uh, caterers all those different things mm-hmm. are serving those types of events so having those strategic partnerships with all of those um or on the you know the night of the event we're going to meet all of those type of people the photographer the dj um they're all doing different events and they might be in contact with a a nonprofit that you know is, is having an event and they're looking for an event planner they're like you know what we worked with Annette. she's awesome call her or they're like oh we saw bobby d the auctioneer he's great you should call him and and it, it's looking within uh, that realm uh, that you're you're serving the nonprofit world is you know right. in our case but there's also some kind of cross-pollination that can help uh, within that as well too you know i've been able to uh host and MC some weddings uh, i do a lot of uh MC work with corporate events to help you know keep that energy alive and create that engagement in the room and get everybody laughing and smiling and all of that but that would not have come from just me staying only in the nonprofit world. But it's also, again, like I say, kind of that cross-pollination or kind of having all the lanes mixed together, kind of like yeah. the LIE or rush hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does take us, you know, whenever I, you know, we do a lot of nonprofits, which I love. Yep. Um, but whenever I have a client and they don't want to get an auctioneer, my, I just, I just fight it. I fight it as much oh. as I possibly can because- it is such a crucial piece of the nonprofit, right? Of the, the event itself. You. you really need, and I say it all the time, You, I can't get up. I'm not going to do it. Like I probably could yeah. do it. I've watched enough of them and I have the energy for it. But I, you you really can't have, you know, the, your chair get up there and the, the board. You like you, It can't be, you know, the executive director. They have their own roles. It takes a special yeah. person. 
do it and to understand how to really work the crowd and, and understand right. like, if are they giving this? Are they going to, you know, should I raise it? Should I lower it? Whatever it is, right? There's a whole yep. dance to this whole thing. And so I am yep. always trying to push to make sure that they have auctioneers because it makes my life better. Um, I don't yes. have to worry about like, you know, it just makes it and it makes it much more fun. If you have a great yeah. auctioneer, it's so fun. And people, of course, they're liquored up by then and they're having a good time. Yeah. And they're their paddles and they're doing their thing. Yeah. You know, that's the whole key to it. But um, yeah. so I just I always push it. I think it's so, so important. So I, I my heart's breaking when they don't do it, you know, and they always well, say, it- they don't think they have the budget and it's really important. It's worth right. it. Yeah. Well, and, and it's the one, you know, like we're the kind of like the one line item that is bringing revenue. Into and you said at the, uh, you said at the best, it's like, why would you risk uh, the experience of your guests that were there with an unknown variable? It's like, yeah, just because someone said they've watched a video on YouTube and said, Oh yeah, I can auctioneer. I'm funny. I've got this no problem. Uh, but then all of a sudden they get up there and they do what we call the record scratch. And I know you've been in the room when that's happened. You're like, it's like, and you're like, what did they just say? Oh my God. And then all of a sudden the room is just like, boom, completely shut down. Yeah. And, and, and now that's what the patrons are going to remember as they're leaving. And yeah. remembering that. I know I've seen a couple that were heartbreaking where they had some people that were like on the committee that just got up and, it was hard. It was painful. It was painful to watch, but it, it's cause it's tricky when you're, you know, you're, you're yes. yelling out some big, like you're, you know, you're doing a live ask and a live right. ask is where you're asking for money. Right. So you're asking yes. for, we're at a 5,000 level or we're at a 25,000, uh, 25,000 level or a 20, whatever. And yep. it's crickets, right? It's painful. Yeah. You have to like really know how to move that along and take that uncomfortableness yeah. away. So I, I love it when I have an auctioneer who knows what the heck they're doing and they keep the energy going and people are laughing and having a good time. Um, it's so worth it. And I think in the long run, we end up getting people to, to bid more. Right. So, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. We yeah. definitely raise more money than one that doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time we've had one, even though we've had to pay, you know, whatever the amount of money was, yeah. it's been worth it every single time. It's totally um, worth it. Yeah, it is definitely worth it. Um, all right. So, and I know that it is, and I know the people that can bring in the money. So that's the thing is partnering with a planner who knows yes. that is really important. Yes. Like clients out there wondering, like, you know, we don't know anybody who's great. Well, we do. Yeah. <laughs> As the planners who have been doing this a long time, we do. Yeah. And I so, love working with planners like yourself uh, that do understand that fundraising process that's in there. They understand uh, the purpose of the event. And again, I'm I like, yeah, you could plan your own gala, but why? There's professionals like you and yeah. so many of your listeners that are out there that have the connections, they have the relationships, they have the experience, they've been through this hundreds of times. Yeah. And it's just gonna be such a smooth process all the way through. So yes, invest in your event planner. Yes, invest in your auctioneer. Yes, event in your or invest in your event professional and you will have as as good of an event as you could ever have. Right, right, exactly. So how can you leverage existing relationships to form valuable partnerships within your the event industry? We may have talked about that, but let's touch on that. Well, so um, kind of those uh, existing relationships that we have, uh, it, it, it helps us to create those uh, partnerships 
within the referral business and referral business, especially in our business is very, very powerful. 98% of our uh, gigs that we get are from referrals are from introductions from our partners that are there. And, and, and as you look at kind of that personal Rolodex, you're able to see, it's like, okay, well, who have I done business with in the past that I have a really good relationship? You know, could I reach out to them and then ask, like, is there anybody out there that, you know, uh, that, that you think could, could benefit from, uh, you know, our services that we were able to help you with your event. And, and then it's that really that it's that strong introduction. It's that, uh, you know, it's that very hot lead that you get. It's like, Hey, you know, uh, Sarah, please meet Annette. She's amazing. Best in the industry, Sarah, you're in good hands. And now for Sarah, who's the nonprofit leader is working with you. They have that confidence. There's, you know, there's no marketing that needs to be happening. It's just that personal relationship is so powerful within that because, you know, Sarah has, you know, made a connection with me and, and, and a relationship with me and like, okay, I trust Bobby, what he says. So if he says that, and that's great, okay, I'm going to take his word and we're going to go through that. And then there's a, there's, there's some more, <laughs> there's a little bit more to it than just that you as the re- receiver of the referral, you then have to produce, you do have to yeah. create results and you do have to live up to that expectation that your strategic partner has set, you know, within the relationship that they had from the, re- you know, the refer E. So right. uh, it, you do have to live up to that because now your referrer, uh, their name's on the line. Uh, and and if you come in and you suck, then they're, they're friends yeah. be like, well, wait a minute, you said they were great and they were not great. And then now that kind of soils the relationship there. The relationship is so valuable on all different aspects. Yeah, for sure. So what are the potential risks and challenges associated with building an event business through strategic partnerships and how they can be mitigated? And you, you basically just mentioned, mentioned one, yep. that if you're yep. referring somebody and they suck, <laughs> that's not yeah. good. So yep. I'm very, you know, anybody that works with me, if they're not on the top... Uh, top of their game I and something happens and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing because customer yep. service is everything for us you know yep, I mean absolutely. I answer emails immediately it's really sick I think I have a problem with that but <laughs> I'm constantly I mean half the time most of the times I don't have any emails in my inbox so that's kind right. of crazy but well, when you say problem I say passion many, <clears throat> what's that what you say is problems I say is passion you're dedicated you want to make sure that's that right. you're providing that best service as possible that's right. I mean, that's the way it is, right? If there's and for me, if I have so many emails in my inbox, it it, it makes me I can't I can't breathe, right? So I can keep yep. on top. If I'm doing six, seven, eight events at one time, I have to be on top of everything. I have to make sure that the team's doing what they're supposed to be doing and all of that. So, anyway, so what's the um you know potential risk and challenges associated with uh, strategic partnership? So again, I'll kind of go back to my example of you know being brand new in the city, meeting people, uh, and 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 you know looking for those strategic partnerships, and I'm asking them to put their trust in me, to put the relationships that they hold in me. Now I may not have a track record with these individuals. Uh, it's like the first time that we met; we had yet to have a track record, and and it was my first time working with you, for your first time working with me, and we're like, okay, well, we're gonna have to trust each other because you know we're here at this, this event for a reason. And right. then after the results have happened, it was a great event. And we're like, okay, yes, now I know they're at the top of the game. 
that's a trusted referral partner. So to have that that first kind of interaction with an individual and then someone, you know, saying like, look, we're looking for a great photographer and you had just met someone and you're like, I think they're great. Then you, yeah. can, you know, but then you've got to also do a little bit of your homework for that. That, 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 that partner to, you know, let's look at that social proof. Let's look at their, you know, their social media. Let's look at their LinkedIn. Let's look at their website. And then we see it's like, okay, they are at the top of the game. This is a comfortable referral for me to now, you know, for me to now make. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's tricky. You know, obviously I can't just refer you to anybody, you or any auctioneer to anybody without, we need video, right? So if you are in this field and you're yep. trying, you're, you've got to have video of you working because you might be great. Yep. And I think you're great. And I love your personality and you look great and all of that. But I, I don't, if the work, if the, you know, there's a whole dance to this thing, right? And so if that's Absolutely. not down, then it's really tricky. So definitely seeing the work is, is always a good thing. So what type of events and services are best suited for collaboration with strategic partners? I, I would say any event that's out there. I mean, there's so many components that, that are, you know, the, kind of the, the ingredients for a fantastic event. And one vendor can't do them all. I mean, you can't DJ and serve the meals and host the venue and help with, you know, the client and all of that. It's impossible for that. There's a lot of personalities that are in that and a lot of oh, vendors yes. that are coming together, but then also a lot of donors and then the staff and volunteers as well too. And, and, and that all has to really, everyone has to dance together to make that, that, that yeah. great. So it's that coordination, it's trust. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's getting in this together. We're in the, we're in the, you know, we're in the trenches together and then, you yeah. know, we're fighting out of that and, uh, and everybody gets to celebrate that success then. I'm always, I always say this every event and I've done thousands of them. I always say, I'm so shocked that all of those hundred vendors that we, you know, booked for this one event, show up, do what they're supposed to do. I am so lucky, knock on wood, that I have not had like a major disaster or something. You always have to be prepared for like plan B. Yeah. But, um, you know, and C and D practically. But honestly, I'm just so surprised and so proud, you know, that's why... I usually don't allow clients to bring in their own vendors because I don't know them. I don't know if I can trust them. I don't know how they work. Yep. They might do crappy work. You know, um, it's not good. And so I always like to work with my own vendors because I know exactly who, you know, what they do and how they work and all of that. So I'm always amazed, though, that they yep. all come together. They do what they're supposed to do. And it's really kind of something really special. Um, I can't, we have to collaborate. You, I can't do everything by myself. And honestly, I don't want to. So um, my yeah. job is yeah. to kind and, of, and you want to, yeah. And you want to work with people that you, that you like that again, that you trust that yeah. uh, enjoy the process. Like there's yeah. nothing worse than working with a vendor. That's like grouchy. Like why we're at a party. Let's, yeah. let's have fun. This is good. Yeah. I mean, it's happened where I've had a DJ that wasn't good, like was r really mean to my staff. And I was like, yeah, that you can be mean to me and then I'll figure that out. But you're not going to be mean to my staff. My staff works really hard. It's my team is it's not going to happen. And so for whatever reason, he was just cranky. And, and it was, uh, you know, it was a long time. It was for a bar mitzvah. And I just like, again, he's a fool because I could get him a lot of work. Right. But I never yeah. hired him. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's what happens. And, that, I and that's OK. 
and he was better on at, this was during setup. So during the event, I was like, I'm not having any of that. I like, I don't mess around. So I'll be so nice. And like, I love everybody and I treat everybody with respect on no matter what job they are. Um, you know, you gotta be nice to everybody that's working. And, but if you're going to do something that's not good and going to cross me, yeah, it's not going to look, it's not going to be pretty. Watch I'm out. a redhead, right? I'm a, <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. I know. No, I'm not. I'm not taking that chance. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Okay, so what strategies can be employed to negotiate mutually beneficial terms in partnership agreements for event business? So this is this is a good one. You have an amazing okay. agreement, by the so, way. I saw your agreement. I was like, oh, holy cow! This is like an agreement of agreements. Like this thing is, it's a it's a big one. But you got everything. Thank you. Well. Yeah. And, and we, we, you know, we send a proposal over and if the client is excited uh, to, you know, to really work with us, all they need to do is sign it. It's really easy. And yeah. so, so we definitely want to kind of give them everything up front and really yeah. showcase like, look, this is what, you know, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what you want. This is what we're able to provide. And then this is the price. And yeah. then these are all of the other components that are built within that. So we're, you know, we're, it's full transparency. We're not going to hide anything you know, with that. Um, but then on partnerships, it, it's you know, there's 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 a couple ways uh, that uh, you know the partnerships work in the auctioneer world. Uh, this just happened just uh, this last weekend uh, that I had a referral from uh, an auctioneer friend of mine uh, who's in the New York City, and he was doing an event up in Westchester last year, and they wanted him back, but he was already booked on another event, and his clients like, well, we need somebody like you. We need somebody that's professional. We need somebody that's energetic, somebody that can carry this multi hundred thousand dollar fundraiser. So my friend Harry's like, you know what? You should call Bobby D. So then Harry gave me a heads up. You're going to get a call from this group. They're great. I worked with them last year. They've got some room for improvement. And I think you could really, really help them. Mm-hmm. And, and I was able to, I came in, filled, you know, filled issues, but then I also was able to you know, create my own footsteps within that. And it was an absolute great event. So now in, um, in, in appreciation for that, then, you know, this auctioneer that made that referral will be receive a very handsome uh, referral fee or kind of that referral uh, back to them. Now, uh, are all of my partnerships based on referral fees? No, there's a lot of that quid pro quo. Uh, there's a lot of that trust as well, too, that's out there that just here just to make that connection to you know make that connection. Uh, but I'm sure that there's, you know, the, again, those I hate to call them competitors. I don't call them competitors anymore. I call them collaborators. You're so right. if you can find collaborators that are in your same uh, shoes, auctioneers, event planners, you know, whatever vendor that you are, and then are able to build that collaboration, that partnership, have that, that open conversation, be like, look, you know, I get called all the time. I can't do every event as much as I wish I could do every event. Please help me let you do your work better. Because again, how many events are on a Friday night in New York city? Thousands are happening and and we can't be everywhere at once, but at least yeah, and at least if there's someone that we can make a referral to that we know is professional, that is up, you know, they might not be as good as we are, but, you know, they're working at that higher level, then uh, we know that whoever we're making the referral to uh, is going to be in good hands. We're, you know, they're going to they're gonna provide good service because we're competing against, <laughs> you know, similar, similar business. So it's, yeah, it's a good yeah. thing. I mean, I've had, you know, colleagues of mine who are, you know, have businesses just like mine. Um, who have called me and said, you know what, I'm about to have a baby. Can you go help me on this event? And 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 just handed right. it over. I literally walked in, 
helped, you know, produce the event on site. Um, but she knew that I had experience doing that and she trusted that everything would be great, you know? So, and it was, and she, we've worked together on other stuff as well. And so you can collaborate with other, you know, colleagues yeah. of your own. And we have many times. And I love that. That's always fun. And if she needs extra help, like, you know, she literally called me. This was like a couple months ago and she was doing an event. She's like, I need you to sit with the tech, with the AV guys, the AV team and basically run the show. I didn't even know what it looked. I didn't even know what was happening. I, she just gave me the run of show and just we ran it. So, listen, I've seen yep. hundreds, thousands of them. Right. So she knew I could handle that. And they're done that. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. I was like, maybe you should be doing that. You know the event. She's like, nah, you you got it down. So we ran through it a couple times, ran the slides, did all the stuff that needed to happen, and boom, you know, we did it. And it was great. It was a successful event, so it was really great. But, yeah, so you, it's collaborations. So I've done that so much. I need people sometimes, right, because if I have an event on the same night, I need a team of people that are going to be over to this event and one's over at yep. this event. And so. Sometimes that happens very rare, but for me, it's, it's, I don't get that many. I usually, they, they're like back to back, but uh, it does happen. So it's great to collaborate yep. and referral fees. I, I mean, I, I do refer a lot of vendors to stuff. And so I do get a, you know, a referral fee on stuff like that, which is another way you can make money yep. in the industry. So um, I, I yep. do agree with that. Okay. So how can an event business measure the success and ROI of its strategic partnerships? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, any type of, you know, any track, any tracking that, you know, you're going to be doing with your clients, uh, your leads, uh, your potential leads that are out there, uh, you know, anything within your CRM, and you can identify a deal. We have uh, kind of an intake form that we, you know, as mm -hmm. we're interviewing clients to see if that were a good fit, we will always put in there, you know, was it, you know, did, you know, is this the first time working with them? You know, did someone make a referral? How did they find us? Who was it? And then also, what is that referral rate that we're going to be paid them? So then we yeah. can truly track um, what that ROI is. And that's how we know that 98% of our business comes from referrals uh, that, that are out there. And I, I have to say that the ROI that I'm seeing on the referral network uh, that I'm so very fortunate to have built, uh, it's, I mean, it's a thousand percent of, yeah. of, of what it is. Sure. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy uh, and sometimes investing to be a part of different associations or whatnot. It does take dollars. However, looking at that, just few hundred dollars for like being a part of ILEA. Yeah. I know that I have already booked, you know, thousands of dollars of business um, from that. Am I in that business? Am I in that association only to do that? No, right. I'm there to help make connections with everybody else. And, and I'm a feeler, I'm, I'm a feel I've got to get it's like you got to move. All right. Um, so uh, he's, uh, yeah, so it, it's a, um, it, it's that giving back, it's making those connections. It's all of those things. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's making sure that you're in that space. Yeah. So I know you probably have to jump now because you're getting kicked out. Of yeah, I got to go. I don't want to get towed. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. So, well, thanks so much. I just want to say one thing about the contract situation um, that you really need to have. Make sure you have solid contracts with your partnerships. Make sure you put in there what you're not doing. Right. Because that's important. Yeah. So, but great. Yes. This is great stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you being uh, on. Thank you for having me. I don't want you to get towed. I'm going to see you soon. We're going to we're going to uh, do an event together. And I'm excited about that. Um, but and I'm also going to be on your show. So we're going to we're going to 
pick this up again yes. over your show. That's right. Heart of the Gala podcast, wherever you can find podcasts talking about yeah. fundraising events. Yes, for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much. Don't get towed. We'll be in touch. Thank you, guys. Thanks, All right. everybody. Thanks, Annette. Thank you, everyone. If you're a wedding or event planner looking to level up your skills and network with like-minded professionals, I have a special invitation for you. Join us over in my Facebook group, Event Planner Society, where driven, creative, and passionate planners from around the world come together to connect, gain referrals, improve their mindset, and build successful businesses. As a member, you'll also get access to unbelievable free training from me. So don't miss out on this fantastic opportunity to elevate your event planning game. Go to Event Planner Society, drop me a note, and let me know when you joined. I can't wait to welcome you into this thriving community. Remember, the future is full of endless possibilities. Stay positive, stay focused, and keep spinning those events into success. We will see you next week.